This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You are listening to Goodfellas Minute 79. <laughs> I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say you can. Hello, welcome to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the Martin Scorsese picture of Goodfellas one lion throwing minute at a time. My name is Connor Kilpatrick. With me are Ron Richards. Hello. And Josh Flanagan. I want my money. <laughs> <laughs> this minute kicks off with two punches and two head slams. 
And it ends with Henry and Jimmy getting arrested in glorious black and white. Yep. And uh, so now we've gone down to Tampa with the guys on their little errand for Polly. And uh, it turns out their errand is to collect money from a bookie who does not want to pay. Until he's threatened with being thrown in a lion pit, which then he decides to pay. <laughs> My favorite well, bit, before, I'm just going to jump to the lion bit, we can, we can go back to is yeah. that, is the way his no, the pitch in his no changes once they say we're going to throw him to the lions. You know, like yeah. he's, he's holding out when they're beating the crap out of him in the back of the car. But when they say, which is oh, laudable. Let's, yeah, let's throw him to the lion pit, his, his no becomes a real genuine no. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I'm going to die now, and the lion's nope. going to eat me. What I like about the throwing to the lions bit is that, and I and I'm trying to, I was trying to look elsewhere in the movie where this happens, but this might be one of the few direct interactions between Henry's narration and the events of the film as they're occurring, because Jimmy says, "Let's throw him into the lion pit," and it happens, and then Henry comes in as the narration. They must really throw each other to the lions down there because he 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 ponied up real quickly. Like yeah. it was like you know like it's one of the direct where he's talking about it, aside from bats. But even when he's talking about bats, he was talking it more in general terms. It was after it happened. But in this case, it's as if Henry's watching the scene also and then is adding the narration, which I thought was very funny. So I feel like it's just a it's like a it's a coincidence that that was the thing he would have said at the same time and they they lined it up because that yeah. was a big part of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Interesting here is that Henry is actually involved in the rough stuff. Yeah, he yeah. punches he's, a bunch of times. He's yeah. doing the punching, yep. which which we really haven't seen. Usually, you know, he's when it comes to the violent stuff, he's standing back. Well, Tommy was supposed to go on this trip, as yeah. you can see why. You know, yeah. um, and you know Henry gets a couple of punches in, but really he gets I think he gets one or two punches in, but then he just holds the gun to the guy's face. Well, it's you know that's yeah. not nothing. Yeah, and, sta- and stares and stares at Jimmy intently. He's, he's the, the one. He's the he's one the holding the deadly weapon at home. Yeah, yeah. I like how also Henry is terrified of the lions. When well, he, yeah, do you blame him? No, but when Jimmy says, we're just throwing him in the lion pit, he's like, whoa, 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 I ain't going near no fucking lions. Like, he's, yeah. he's, he's also genuinely terrified of the lions. Yeah. I think so, that helps sell it to the yeah. guy. Yeah, so, so, so a couple of things, a couple of things that I noticed uh, for the first time in watching this. I never realized that there's a guy behind the steering wheel of the car. Oh. Yeah, he's driving. Yeah, uh, who's who's this guy? Is it cab oh, driver? Like their, who's, local, their local guy, maybe. The local guy. It's, it's Fredo. Is it Fredo? Could be Fredo. He's yeah. smart, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I like Pop says. So 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 then so then you know Jimmy gets the idea to take him to the Lions, and we get a shot of them driving by the Tampa City Zoo in what uh, in what is a very unconvincing sign. How, how, <laughs> how did they get in the zoo? Well, well, that's a good question too. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> there's a there's a. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's two things to talk about here, which is the the production as a whole. The movie never this is not shot in Florida. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, th- this was actually shot at the Prospect Park Zoo in Brooklyn. Oh wow wow all right. <laughs> so literally, what happened is that one day they were it's, the, it's like the day before, and they get the shooting schedule. And they're like, oh, tomorrow's the lion scene. Oh, we need to get a sign. <laughs> And they just throw together the most typical, boring Tampa City Zoo sign ever. Well, have you been to Tampa? <laughs> yeah, true. But they, they do a convincing job of decorating the entrance. They, get, they put in some palm trees or something like that. And doing it at night probably helps it. But yeah, they are, they are in, this scene actually was filmed in Brooklyn. Well, in the daytime, there'd be people everywhere. Right, yeah. But it looks as if the gate is just open to the zoo. Which is normal, right? That's totally normal. Yeah. You've got wild animals yeah. and all kinds of shit. And you just leave the gate open. I yeah, think exactly. It's not hard to break into a zoo. Yeah. Well, you're always hearing about that. I remember when I was a kid, some some 
high school just broke into the Bronx Zoo and fell in the lion cage and got eaten. Oh, that, yeah, that happens every couple of years, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, on, on four- Are we ready to, mention, to talk about this yet? What, uh, what? what? Jimmy's unfortunate suit? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, now, now Henry is is he got a very nice, lightly toned, very you know good for Florida kind of suit. Light, lightweight. Lightweight, yeah. It could be linen, you know. Who knows? But uh, Jimmy is in. Uh, I, I don't even know how to describe it. It is a wide open collar leisure suit, it's a, kind it's of a short sleeve leisure suit. Yep. And and he's wearing just a you know an, an A shirt underneath it, and so you know and you, and you see his cross hanging out there. But it is it is it is kind of like uniform esque. It's got like the little button flap thing on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, little military yeah. touch. Yeah, it looks it looks almost safari esque. You know, with the zoo. Theory. It looks heavy. But they decided to just counter that by making it short sleeved. That is a right because he's because he's a terrible suit. Because he's in Florida, so he'd want to be a little more airy. Yeah, it, it does so. look so far as because he's got the, he's got the folded pockets on each breast. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It looks it looks almost like it's a jacket, and he's just wearing the t-shirt underneath the jacket. Like I'm not sure yeah. it's a suit. I, I mean, I'm not sure. It's, it's almost it's like he said, "Hey, I'm going to Florida. Give me a fucking safari jacket." And he. Yeah. And uh, although you know, at the end at when he's being looks... arrested, he's got the same style of jacket on to the double. I think pocket. that was yeah, a thing. I think that was briefly a thing. It might have been the short sleeve jacket. That's awful. Oh. That is like a crime so, against nature. It's a bad look. It's a yeah. really bad look. There's yeah. no way to make pull off the short sleeves. You could be Daniel yeah. Craig and wearing a sh- short sleeve suit, and I'd be like, "Sorry, it's, just, it's not working." Well, let's. No, 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 Josh. It's a well, put Daniel suit. Craig in this outfit doesn't work. No. No. I'm sorry. I was lost for a minute there. <laughs> I apologize. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad. It might be the worst outfit in the movie. Yeah. Which is well, saying a lot. When you talk about the upside down lion shot. Sure. The POV shot, which is sort of like a little jarring, because again, I think we talked about it in the in the beginning of the week that that shot of uh, of Karen and Henry on the floor it just didn't look like anything else in the movie. And all of a sudden, there's, there's an upside down shot. They decided to go with a POV uh, of the angry lion, and they hang they hang with it for a while because <laughs> they're holding them upside down. Yeah. Some old school filmmaking. Let's talk about uh, the bookie, who is known as Florida Bookie in the credits, played okay. by Peter. Honorati and Peter Honorati is one of those that guy actors who you definitely I know that name, yeah. You definitely recognize Peter Honorati. He's basically done every if you can name a you can name a cop show in the last fifteen years, he's probably done a guest appearance on it. Are you suggesting that he may have been appeared in one of the Law and Order series? Uh I'm scrolling through his giant list of credits. I'm sure it's in there. He's he's done multiple CSIs, he's done Castle, he's done Blue Bloods, he's done Numbers, he's done twenty four. He's done in plain sight. Wow. Like, I, the thing is, he looks very familiar. He looks very familiar. When you that see guy. him not all bloodied up, yeah, then you you will see you will recognize him. He's he's one of those guys. He's in everything. They, they don't tend to use a lot of. There's not a lot of those guys in this movie. Well, that's this is because it's very early in his career. He's yeah. He's right, yeah. one of his first roles, and then he goes on to having you know one of those. He's he's he works a lot. He's got 113 credits. Yeah. Working um, working character actor. Yeah, he's a working character actor. And this was his. Uh, less than ten roles before this one. He actually did Quantum Leap before this uh, run. Ooh, he was, he was Rick in Disco Inferno. Was he really? Yeah. And he did five episodes or four episodes of Kate and Alley. He was Lou Carello. He's he's a very like that guy. Like that guy. He looks like that guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He, he's Italian. Yeah. He plays Italian guys. He plays cops yeah. or mobsters. Yeah. Um, 
good, 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 act, good character actor. Good character actor. Definitely good character. Yeah. Um, he also yeah, has a surprising excellent. number of DC animated voices. He's been oh, on Oh, yeah, no, he did Teen Titans, Titans, right? Yeah, yeah. But he's, he's also uh, Warhawk in the, bat, in the Timverse uh, series. Sorry, I don't want to get into too much... Too much I fanboy territory here, but uh, right, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Across, the, across the streams there, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, Actually, I don't see well, yeah. any Law and Orders on his resume. I see a bunch of CSIs. Though. That's just that's just weird. It is weird. what one of one of my one of my favorite things about Peter Honorati is that after they almost throw him to the lions, and then they they are watching him on the on the payphone talking to whomever he's talking to. The line they mean business. Well, yeah, that's what I have. <laughs> but but by the way, uh, just to close that up, that just means that he lives in Los Angeles, not New York. By the way. <laughs> that's why he's not on Law and Order because he doesn't live in New York. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He's done ER, exactly. NY, yeah. NYPD Blue, Murder, oh, okay, Murder One. Yeah, he's an he's yeah. he's an LA guy. Yeah. So Cop yeah. Rock. Yeah, they mean business. <laughs> it's weird. Like at the insert, strange. Like it feels like a different movie for like a little bit. Right. Just a little bit. It's just it's really not a good. I mean, like uh, Henry and Jimmy reacting to him doing that is their great reactions, but him on the phone, bloody pointing, and they mean business. Like it's just like what? Like what? Like uh, I guess they really throw him to the lions down there. Of all the fucking luck. Yeah. Well, so talking about of all the fucking luck, uh, the reality of this story though actually um, had nothing to do with Pauly. Um, uh, basically, what had happened was that. Uh, a friend of Jimmy and Henry's, uh, a guy by the name of Casey Rosado, and this is in real life. Uh, Casey Rosado was the president of the Local 71, uh, the Waiters and Commissary Workers Union at Ken- Kennedy Airport. Um, and apparently Casey was going down to Tampa to go visit his, his, his family, and he was going to pick up some gambling money that was owed to him. Uh, Jimmy and Tommy were scheduled to go, um, but uh, Tommy had been arrested uh, for hijacking uh, the night before. And he wasn't going to be able to make bail in time to make the flight. So Jimmy actually asked Henry if he wanted to go instead. He was probably shooting um, his gun off in the sky again. Yeah, exactly. Now, it just happens to be that this was at a time of a lot of strife for Henry between uh, Karen and his girlfriend, Janice slash Linda. Um, and Henry saw it as an opportunity to get away from the women in his life for a couple of days and go down to Florida. The ticket was already paid for, or the union was paying for it. It was just simple: go down, uh, help this guy collect the money, and then come back. You know that sort of thing. Just um, the money. And it was, it was so last minute that it's literally he was at the sweet nightclub and he called Karen and said, "Pack me a bag," and went home, picked up, and then went right to the airport to, to leave. So it was like one of those like completely last minute trips, which. Points out how much of a different time it was. Because could you imagine right now, Connor? I'm gonna call you and go, hey, hey, let's let's just go down to Florida. Just pack a bag. Let's go to the airport now. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's like it's like walking into a movie. Yeah, pretty much. Like yeah. that you hadn't planned for. You didn't know. Well, what's playing now? Let's go see yeah. this. You wouldn't. Yeah. So so uh, so uh, what I will leave you with, and then we'll talk about the rest of it in tomorrow's minute. But uh, Henry uh, Henry and Jimmy fly down to Florida. They end up meeting the bookie, or me. Oh, that we can talk about in this minute, right? What, what kind of how it, what leads to their leads to their arrest? Um, they end up he says they, they end up meeting the guy in a bar, and the whole get pay us our money scene plays out in the bar, um, in front of about twenty five witnesses. Not smart. Um, not smart at all. Um, they did not travel with any weaponry, but one of Casey Rosado's local guys handed Henry a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, going into it, and Henry just kept it in his pocket, and turned out it was like a very old thirty-eight caliber that he said it was. He said it would fall apart if I shot it, like that kind of old kind of gun. Uh, but Henry did use it in the altercation to threaten the guy, 
Um, and basically the, the, the whole thing about the, the guy who got roughed up sister being an FBI secretary was true. Um, she happened to be visiting him the day after he got roughed up and she was so upset by it that she told her, you know, told her, uh, uh, folks at, uh, her, the people she worked for at the FBI what happened. And this turned into a national news uh, news story wow. covered on all the major networks. Uh, the FBI had felt they'd uncovered a major interstate gambling ring, right? Completely blown out of proportion. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, what happened was is that about two weeks later, all of a sudden, fed, feds were crawling over Brooklyn, uh, and Henry saw saw it on the news. They they mentioned Jimmy on on the news specifically, um, and they said that basically the feds were breaking into this gambling ring of the mafia that ties into that ties into Florida, and they all just couldn't believe it because it was literally just over just some gambling debt and not not like any sort of conspiracy. You know, if so. if Henry's mom had been the kind of mom who kept a scrapbook of her son's achievements, she really could have done a lot. He he made a lot of national news through his career. Yeah, he did. He really did. Um, and so that that does lead to his arrest. And I could only um, – uh, you got you to gotta give these black and white photos credit. These are Good some photos. great these shots. Are some great, great shots. So, yeah. <laughs> so tune in tomorrow when we tell you the rest of the story of how the, the, the real uh, arrest and then uh, – yeah. um, like, So Jimmy's photo as he's walking out, as he's getting arrested, he is very happy to be arrested at that moment. Well, he does that when he gets – like. It's this arrogant yeah. thing, like you can't fuck yeah. with me. Yeah, he turns that up around. He puts, cops. The, he puts the mask on for the cops. I, I mean, also like it's a, it's a smart way to be able to shoot that scene without having to spend money to shoot that scene. Yes, yep. I mean it's, it's completely circumventing the need to, to do arrest shoots, you know, by the second unit or wherever, and have to go through a whole thing with a bunch of extras. They just, yeah, I mean, I don't even know how that works with like guilds or anything like that. But maybe they don't have to pay for it in the same way. Yeah. Yeah, and it, and it looks accurate. And it works. I mean, we, we, yeah. We've seen these black and white photos of these mobsters getting arrested before. You know, um, you know when they supposedly make a mafia bust, but the mafia doesn't exist. So I don't know who they think they're arresting. But um, just random, hardworking Italian Americans. That's all they are. They're just the nightclub owners. That's yeah. all they are. So anyway, uh, but yeah. So it, the 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 story gets even more interesting, and we'll find out more about it tomorrow. So. Well, quickly, the fun fact for this episode is back to lions. Uh, the in the 1930s and 40s, you had the all-Africa record for lion attacks. That's when the most prolific lion attacks happened in one period by one pride of lions over 20 years, uh, multi-generational attacks. Uh, in, in the area that's now Tanzania, but was called Tanganyika, uh, the, over, uh, between 1,500 and 2,000 people were estimated uh, attacked and killed by this pride of lions. They must really throw them to the lions there, too. Pay your mean debts. business. Pay your debts in Tanzania. Business. Pay them. Pay them up. All right. Well, that's it for minute 79. Tune in tomorrow for minute 80. We find out the rest of the story about the, the arrest. Uh, until then, you can check us out on Twitter at Goodfellas Minute and on Instagram and Facebook at Goodfellas Minute. And you can find all of our episodes at GoodfellasMinute.com. And to support the show, go to Patreon.com slash GFM. Or go to GoodfellasMinute.com slash support where you can shop via Amazon. You can also uh, buy the movie. If you've never seen this movie, if you're listening to this podcast yet, have never seen the film. Why not? I'm sure there's one person out there. If you are, this is this is the kind of movie you need to own, by the way. So yeah, so. if you're that one it's, person, it's the, it's the movie that you buy every time it's a new format. Right. Yes. Do you do Somebody that out there has it in HD, DVD, and Blu-ray. <laughs> they just didn't know. 
Well, HD DVD was the, was the better better technology, so maybe they it was. It. Yeah, yeah. nerd ass shit you're talking. If you have any questions or anything of note, or if you are that one person who own who's never seen the film but is listening to the show, email us at contact at goodfellowsminute.com. He's just holding on to his HD DVD going. <laughs> I don't know why I got rid of that player. <laughs> I can't watch this. And tune all in, I got is component cables. It's not going to work. Tune in tomorrow as the next lucky patron who supported us at patreon.com/gfm. Uh, gets their own uh, mafia nickname. We open up the books for them. So check it out tomorrow. Until then, sayonara. Or will I go from a rags to return? My fate is up.